Hello and welcome to your favorite YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And we are a daily comic book video channel. We have put up almost 1,500 videos. I uh, recommend you go to the Cartoonist Kayfabe homepage on YouTube, hit that little magnifying glass, and look for your favorite comics or creators. If you don't see a video on them, leave a comment below this video so we'll know to add them to our reading list or to move them up our reading list. We also have the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon where you get access to our videos early, and in the case of the King K Fabers, you get access to all of our videos first, including this recording session. So whenever we highlight maybe a rare out-of-print comic book, you'll be the first one tracking it down. It means you'll get the best prices, you'll get it before it sells out, and uh, we often have that happen in the course of even recording these videos. So check out our Patreon, see what level suits you best. All right, today we are looking at Jeff Darrow and Frank Miller's Big Damn Hard Boiled this is an oversized book to give you some sense of scale. That is a comic book size. And uh, if you guys know Jeff Darrow's work, you know it is hyper detailed. And this kind of oversized treatment to me is the perfect way to experience Jeff Darrow artwork. That said, I have never looked inside of Big Damn Hard Boiled. This is a series that showed up, or this is a book rather, that showed up at Baltimore Con and First time I've had a chance to actually touch one of these books in person. I can remember this sitting on the shelf. I think at Phantom of the Attic, maybe. Right. And it was outside of my price range, and it disappeared quickly, and now it's expensive. But this is your original hard-boiled size to, again, kind of showcase at least twice the size of the, uh, the printed comic books. Right. So without uh, any further ado, let's dive into this, this classic. Very nice to see the Jeff Darrow treatment too, because this is an art book. I don't think there are even words inside. No, of this. that's the whole. That's the whole point. Oh man, is to, is to see his his work, you know, at at close close to original scale. I think we're going to sell a few copies of this, Ed, because this is a book that I look at on the aftermarket, and like I said, having not opened it before, uncoated paper, beautiful. Like already, it feels fantastic, and you guys can see the sharpness of this image. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. excited to dive in. 1997 year date, so about five years after the original series was published. Yeah, I remember seeing these, uh, like, mm. items and stuff. <laughs> I know, right? There it is. I, and <laughs> and they would be in a plastic bag and, and shit, and, and they were about 60, 70 bucks yeah. in 1997. And, uh, you know, might as well have put two more zeros on it. Jeff Darrow, uh, self-portrait, self I believe. That's fantastic. And you know, this is before artist edition. So the idea of like, let's strip this artwork down to the line art and show it off oversized, not a common treatment back then. And I linger on this page to show like, we talk outlaw comics a lot and the outlaw comics like Faust, what stands out is there's a lot of gray from all these lines, but then you get the black ink for the blood. And that's what you're seeing here. That is primo outlaw comic art right there. Yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> the other thing I think about when I look at Jeff Darrow art is pity the colorist right that is uh you know how they have like the adult coloring books you know it's supposed to be calming yeah. i don't feel like it'd be calming trying to color this yeah no like like uh it's it's amazing and and you know what it, it also speaks to where where jeff's work has grown because he's done a lot of images with like the cowboy that would be at this scale with that kind of stuff but but the cowboy shows up way more yeah yeah this is just chaos chaos personified and it was always interesting that you would get these kind of panels that would be like next to the panel where every square inch is drawn on but then you would get like some of these like almost cutouts right 
And uh, Jeff revealed to us, we, we did several rounds of hard-boiled coverage. Uh, we went through this series ourselves, and, and that was kind of like what got us discovered by Jeff Darrow. And then he's joined us to, to kind of go through the series and kind of talk about the intricacies. One of the things we learned is that each illustration is its own piece of paper. Yes. And, you know, this black is something that really I don't think of with his work. No. You know, it's, it's it not, really stands out. It's not something that he does a lot of. And I wonder if it phases out after this hard-boiled run. But it's striking at this, you know, at this stage. I mean, I think, I think it's a storytelling element. Like, it's, I mean, it's oil. Oh, man, look at the, the barbed wire, the glasses in him. This is this is like uh, this is like a death match image. Oh yeah, totally. Ready to sign him up for some rest, hardcore wrestling comics. He's got the um, NFL veteran hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you cut to this kind of stuff. Just the intricate details. Coke or Pepsi cans just pouring into this guy like IV fluid. <laughs> Fantastic detail. It's amazing too. Like he still has this kind of level of thinking. You know, like, and even like the comics, we recently looked at his latest Shaolin Cowboy, and it has that kind of stuff where the graffiti's funny or the mock advertising is clever. He's a great letterer. Yes. He's an incredible letterer. Man. Really like and, seeing the sound effects in some of these panels. And he just, he doesn't get any credit for that because it's all just like built into the, the, the artwork. But, you know, this isn't uh, John Constanza doing that or somebody. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. In, 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 uh, perspective as well oh totally like a three-point perspective and like this kind of like art deco imagery makes me think of shades of a big guy cartoonist kayfabe is brought to you by the books that we make jimmy has forthcoming street angel princess of poverty it's a good companion piece to go along with street angel deadliest girl alive he's been self-publishing lately true crime funny is 1986 zine bw zine if you didn't get these at comic cons he's going to put them uh, live on his website in uh late october and long out of print hulk grand design scoop up those cop comics I have the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus coming to you, 10th anniversary, make sure you scoop it up, best book I ever made. The current focus has been Red Room, there are two trade paperbacks of Red Room that are out there, Trigger Warnings and the Antisocial Network. Just wrapped up the four issues of the final season, Crypto Killers, with the third issue containing a backup feature of my forthcoming daily comic strip, and X-Men Grand Design Trilogy coming out in November, collecting long out of print uh, X-Men Grand Design books that I put together. Before you is a healthy bibliography of a bunch of stuff that we have out on the stands today. Now that we're done paying the bills, back to the video. And then this makes me think of Shades of uh, Matrix, this piece, like the Sentinels. Yeah, considering um, what these things sell for now in the aftermarket, I don't know why there isn't subsequent printings. Totally. I think you'd have a market for it. This is cool too, seeing the silhouettes, something that he would end up doing in the Shaolin Cowboy end pages that did stand out to me because you don't see him do solid blacks, but whenever he does, it's that same level. You know, you can see the martini, even the olives sticking out of the uh, out of the glass. Yeah, yeah, this is entertainment for these people. Squid Games. Incredible. Just incredible. And funny, like, <laughs> like with a tap and stuff, you know, plumbing companion piece to your uh, Barry Windsor Smith Weapon X with the wires everywhere. Yeah, this is great. Prying open the eyes. It's so body horror. Turning up the voltage. That's an impossible drawing to make. Yeah, totally. Looking up and, squ and squinting like that. And then you look here at this guy in the middle of this. I, 
I, how big must the original of this piece be? I know, yeah, that's pretty congested. And uh, he would talk to us on the channel about, like, you know, having to trace the wire back into here to try to, like, get it all to make sense. And he would, you know, do that level of thinking. Just incredible. And we've seen a lot of his pencils. There's even been Dark Horse has put out a collection of them. So you imagine that the detail that you see here, he has worked out both in pencil and in ink. Right, yeah, totally. The, and he said even these are uh, single pages, single pieces of paper imagery. Yeah, it's neat to go from those super detailed full-page splashes to these pages that have 20, 20 images. Very European in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, like he, I think he's thinking bigger. This is where I think you can see that there are different um, like that he's drawing the images on different pages. Right. Like, like I wonder if this is reduced more than yeah. like this, this image or even this one. Totally. I also think these things are great to have a point of reference of like normalcy. Oh, right. For whenever you get very outrageous and stuff. To, oh, you gotta do even this on the, the next page. page. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Spam. And all the kind of kawaii stuff that he can do so well. Yeah, there's, there's almost too much that he does well. Kind of. It's the break, go home and break your pencils, but it's also very inspiring. Yeah. I used to copy this stuff when I was a kid. Man, I wish I had those copies to kind of look at now. Love this car too. This series is very much that almost post eighties action motifs. You know, almost everything that I would have identified in those movies I used to rent on VHS. It's like the Omega version of them here. Yeah, just an incredible designer. Like, you could imagine this in a blockbuster movie, and it would cost however many tens, hundreds of thousand dollars to create this vehicle. But he's able to, to do it on his own. Love these quiet panels, too. This car reminds me, we saw recently in a Wizard, the uh, there was a hard-boiled video game. Right. I don't know if it was released or not, but there was a screenshot, and it looked like that car in 3D. There's, there's physics to it all, you know, like transmission and stuff getting mm -hmm. blown out the back. Yeah, tires buckling. All the stuff in the car being upset whenever the car is like flipping over. And it's all legit, you know, it's like a straight razor and just like a full ballpoint pen, shells. What are these things, man? Is that like Xanax or something? <laughs> I don't know what those things are. There's a lot of them. French fries. Crinkle fries. Yeah. <laughs> Had some fast food sitting there on the side of the passenger side with them. And then, of course, causing this multi-car pileup, and you see people going through windshields. <laughs> Fish dicks, man. That's a classic a South Park joke. A mushroom cloud in the midst of things. Yeah, nuclear reactors powering some of these cars. All of this stuff. You get this sense, certainly when you're looking at it at this, at this, at this scale... You get the sense that Jeff just is like dives into the world. He must because otherwise this is two weeks of drawing. Right. You know, if you don't have some kind of like, I don't know, ability to really jump in here and, and almost lose yourself and go. Totally. It just take too long. Because it all feels like legit and like, you know, there's to, to just get to be at a stage where you're good enough to do this stuff in perspective. That's stage one of like the skill but then you have to make it weather beaten and and feel like it actually is a world that people live in and so like these marks are extra yeah those are sharp 
And if you start looking at the cars, there are so many different designs it totally, of cars all that of play them. here. And and it's like the subtlety, you know, like like all the every line it makes sense. This car's a hymen. Just <laughs> <laughs> like the little Jesus fish on the back of this car. So much stuff that I do not remember. He just zoned zeroes in, man. I always like these kind of signs, like the neon stuff that he's uh, really great at the neon lettering. And then just pussy, right? Yeah. Like, that's the stuff that he amps up in his uh, Shaolin Cowboys. I love seeing the lettering effects on many of these panels. This is an image that I copied. Looks so heavy. Yeah. Yeah, that one must be closer to size. The bigger, the yeah. bigger lines. Yeah. The body language of this one always struck me. Just that cocking that head over to the side, over that shoulder. It all feels... Legit, it feels like there's real weight holding this this character and this is um Me carrying a cat around all right like once I get it picked up It just kind of goes limp and I feel like that's what that is just dead weight under her yeah, under her arm Yeah, he captures it real good spark plug in the lodged in the head Man all of the stuff that have like bullets flying it reminds me of really of Platt Specifically mm -hmm. which would have been you know a year or two after this that that we see his profit work at extreme this stuff I, I don't know how right because it's um it's character designs it's fashion design every single person is interesting how big must the original be you know these lines aren't that heavy so I'm assuming it's reduced you know a standard amount like the rest of the book and this is large to begin with like what we're seeing here is pretty big everybody's head is kind of on a different pivot it's not just like uh, you know lemmings where they're all kind of facing one of like four directions right drawing chain links <laughs> and over and over <laughs> right and it's like bike chains you know mm -hmm. that shit is tough as fuck to draw and you know we've, we've gotten to know jeff pr pretty well uh as a consequence of this channel which is super fun and and he swears like he doesn't do sketchbook shit you know like he did whatever and he said even as a kid he wouldn't do that much like like uh it's it's he, he figures stuff out on the page and i need dark horse to reissue this book yeah this is almost a new experience seeing hard-boiled without color like this also i wonder what it would be like trying to read this or follow it if you had never read it before yeah, i bet it works i think it, I be, think it be, would because because it's like you know it's jeff doing this stuff so he's just you know it's almost like a shaolin cowboy like where it's just actions actions and this is what I was talking about earlier when, when uh, I, I made a statement about like, like the like visually oriented comics, like that's, that's what you get, you know? Like there is no Marvel method anymore, but this is pretty close to Marvel method. I mean, I would say damn close. Like he, he sent us some synopsis of like Rusty and Big Guy and it was like two captions that, that Frank Miller provided. It is incredible seeing it like this. The storytelling feels totally different to me in black and white like this. Yeah. And it does feel much more like you can follow it panel to panel in, in a way that, I don't know, in my head I just think of these images. Yeah. But seeing it like this, stripped of, of color and words, it really does feel like, yeah, it's pretty easy to follow. Yeah, totally, man. And, and like, the interesting thing about taking the words out of it is that uh, you hear music while you're, you're going through this. You could, like, picture the soundtrack... This is an incredible panel by being tilted and having somebody come through and having all those handholds like swaying. Yeah. That's the other thing with art that's this detailed is having motion really hard to do. Right. 
it's here. Nailed it on that one. And like every little bit, you know, every little piece of that webbed broken glass is completely drawn. Like there's nothing that's like out of focus. You know, he's slowly drawing that stuff. And, and that's one of those things I would always notice, like when he would have like dabs of blood coming off of like a blade or something. It looks like real liquid. <laughs> the big fight scene. Yeah, man. Yeah, the physics the physics feels right when you see the blood spraying and stuff it all feels pretty good and you see like you these, get that wrong like these cars they're not all they're like like the the picture plane is what it is and the cars ain't just all exactly kind of like starbursts like in the same line right like they're off like he basically had to put different vanishing points for different cars to keep them on the picture plane but to give them that little bit of sense of chaos right very hard to draw this again with the hardcore wrestling matches. Yeah, dude. So we see our gorilla press here. Each of those one drawing, dude. The people who own those are very lucky. And there's your shells flying. We've seen several panels of that. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like a lot of this stuff, I feel like has worked itself into comics. At least the genre comics that I read so much of as a kid. I mean, Jeff Darrow like was a force. Like it was such a major influence. I mean, think about what Wiesenfeld's art was before, like, you know, before and after, kind of, the, the, the Darrow influence. Yeah, and you can imagine, like, guys, we all look at comics, like, whenever something like this that's truly different comes out, everyone notices. Nobody could believe this work. Nobody could believe it. You know, he did, um, and all those guys sucked him up, like, he did Sandman pinups and Spawn pinups and right. and Ash pinups for Jimmy Paul, J Jimmy uh, Palmiotti and uh, Joe Quesada. <laughs> Just chaos, complete chaos. <laughs> we often talk about like how do you do a supermarket? Imagine Alex Toth doing it. This is the opposite. It is. The it opposite is opposite of the Alex Toth approach. But but uh. In a lot of ways, like, this would not be the example, but, like, Jeff still keeps it clear, you know? It's pretty neat to see these pages, too, in terms of the contrast. Between, right. like, a big, a big, clear, static image like this versus the, the height of chaos. It makes so much sense, too, now that we know that things are blown up and shrunk. Because, like, I would, I would say that if that's not two size, that it's probably blown up. Like, you see, like, all those thick lines. You don't see those anywhere else. And these are clearly reduced. Yeah, I do wonder. Wonder if that is about like hundred percent. Man, stuff stuck in the bottom in the soles of his shoes. I know, and it, you see the tension in the um, soles. You know, like the squash and stretch. That's one of those super classic images. Yes. That has some classic potential too. Great weight to that gun in there that boy's is. hand. Love having like the cartoon characters around it as well. He's real good at kids too. Yeah, it's neat to see him doing domestic. It doesn't seem like he should be able to do all of these things. Like fine, you're into robots and cyborg violence, okay. But a person sitting on the couch with their bowl of uh, Fruit Loops, it shouldn't work just as well. <laughs> Another blow up, I, I would bet. That one definitely looks like it, it may be blown up. 
Which is really a bold choice. Like, knowing Jeff Darrow, I'm surprised that he would do that. No, he didn't do that. He said he didn't want that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, like uh, and, and the whole last bit. He says it in the uh, coverage that we did with him. He wasn't, he wasn't so happy about it. But, like, they, they wanted, they just wanted it, you know? Like, they, they wanted to put it out, so they figured it out. I think it works really well. I can see why he wouldn't have wanted that. But I do think that contrast actually works nice in a collection like this. Now, this is the, this is going to be fun. Because he's re he's redrawing all of this. Yeah. You know, in a, in a world where people are copy-pasting those backgrounds. <laughs> and, and sort of like, you know, this is the same car. Yeah, these are just bizarre. You know, these are the same. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see the lines are different. Right. Even though it's based on the same background. And all the debris stays the same. And that's one of those things. You do it once, you could maybe light box, but still you're still putting in the, the pencil mile the pen mileage as it were. Mm -hmm. Look at that move, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. And then I just think of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, definitely. Section. It's cool to see something like this where it's like all robotic stuff, parts flying apart as they fight. Because, like, earlier, it's humans. Yeah. Like, he's punching heads off bodies, and you get to see, like, windpipes and, and things coming out. What else is real good about that that sequence we just looked at? It's very dark in the printed comic. Very dark. You can't even see half of the stuff right. that's going on. And then the physics of this. Yeah, this is great. The punch-throughs were, like, all the little bits and pieces coming, out, coming apart. So thoughtful. Things falling off with him. <laughs> that's great. I'll miss your foreshortening. And, and he worked in a factory, man. What was the, like, the, it wasn't Nabisco, that's Pittsburgh. Uh, he worked in some kind of factory. Keebler? No. It's one of those, man. We're getting warm. Um, but, but you know, he would notice, like, all the rivets and how machines work and things. It is funny, the little, the little things that are instructive as a, when you're learning to draw... You know, like having the little seams on the floor and tiles and stuff like that. The lip on the stairs. All those little pieces really sell it. Yeah, it's a, it's that um, it's that observational thing. And stuff like this, it's like you just do that to give depth. These crowd scenes blow my mind. I know. It's impossible. It feels because like the it. figure drawing is just so so sharp. And so everybody's so balanced, and and he's he he doesn't have cookie cutter like you know here's a jacket, here's some pants. Everybody has personality, weird hairstyles. The variety of graffiti. It's not that easy. Shout, shouting out to yeah. the future. That's right. I'm still looking for the gym shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. What a book this is. This is fun too, going home and going through the, uh, fighting through the defenses. Even the attention to like these books. Yeah. Really well done. You yeah. You see like the weathered paper and stuff. Yeah, like this book is wider, so it droops down. Andrew Vox. Hard, Hard candy. candy. This reminds me so much of the Matrix, the, the hotel lobby 
Or bank lobby in the Matrix Yeah, scene. yeah, like when this shit starts getting shot up and stuff. Yeah, you can almost picture it. Gun through the wrist. <laughs> out of bullets, let me stab you with this. <laughs> compound fracture bone sticking out. Wow. And here we go. Just impossible. And just look what, what that turned into, man. Just like um, rebar and things sticking out of it. Here's a no prize for you guys at home. Pause the video here and tell me how many human bodies are in this image. There's got to be hundreds of them. And if you look close, like completely detailed. Yeah. Yeah. They, like he knows how to draw a figure at every angle in, in proper perspective, uh, you know, according to the picture planes. Just a set of skills that the guy has is it's incomparable. And, and looking at a book like this of his work, it, it kind of shows you where, like, the Avatar Press guys who kind of crib his style, like, all fall short. Because their shit was all, like, very much surface level. Almost nobody can do this kind of drawing. Your ability to understand, like, form. Yeah. You know, to do 3D where it's bodies on bodies going back. It's like he, he, he sees it. nobody, really. Very few artists possess that kind of thing. And some of the hardest stuff ever would be like these circle things, you know, tubes in perspective. So I had a little bit of drafting, like before computer drafting totally takes off and drawing threads. Yeah. Like on a bolt would be a thing somebody had to do. If you were, you know, if that was a part, you had a drawing for it. And it was like this kind of stuff. And it was always amazing to look at. Right. Not easy to draw, but amazing to look at. And these are, these are even wrapped in like perspective. So yeah. even more difficult almost your aeon flux eyeball yeah dude he knew peter chung around this time peter chung said that uh jeff when jeff went to france like uh psycho house <laughs> right yeah dude he uh jeff jeff gave uh, peter chung like a bunch of his like his stuff yeah so these are the bits that are like super blown up to just get out of the uh So there are your covers, and I guess the uh, that first page we looked at is your cover to issue one. Mm. So you have issues uh, two and three covers, and then trade paperback cover. Pretty famous image there. Yeah, I think they use that for that video game that we were just looking at. <laughs> Edited sequence. Robots reading. The only character sketch of Nixon done for Hard Boiled. Talking about the uh, the sketchbook or lack of yeah. sketchbooks. Edited bulldog spread. It's amazing. Like, how could you cut anything like this out? Totally. Makes you wonder. What a freaking book. What a book. And, and only... 30 bucks when it came out. Yeah, quickly went to 60 yeah. at, at the local comic shops. I I, uh, I blew it on not buying this whenever yeah. I had a chance. Yeah, me too. Like, Phenomenal, though. Like, you never know how this stuff is going to, to read and, and look either. They make good choices. The uncoated paper, I think, flatters this line work. Yes, sir. I can't imagine doing a better version of that. Yeah, man. Wow. Problem is, man, we just got one copy. That is a problem. We just got one co copy. But uh, there is a consolation prize, which is tomorrow's video. Yes is the City of Fire, Mobius, Jeff Darrow uh, set of uh, portfolio plates. Full Unbelievable. Color, full color. So two very, very rare items. 
I have never seen either of these. Tomorrow's video will be the first time I've seen the City of Fire plates. And then what we're going to have to add to the mixture, man, is a coin flip. Yeah. To see who's getting what. High drama, Ed. Yeah. And uh, who knows if the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel can sustain it. This is going to be a, a true test. <laughs> Good to go? Yeah. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. We're a daily YouTube channel, and uh, with 1,500 or so videos live to date, we may have talked about some of your favorite comics. So go into the search feature on the front page of the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel, pop in the titles of your favorites, and uh, if we talked about your faves, obviously, you got to take a look at those episodes, see what we have to say. If not, put something in the comments uh, cluing us into the comics that we need to be covering, and we'll push those higher up on our to-read pile. We have a Patreon for the King Kayfabers to support us at the highest level. Uh, you get all the videos before anybody else. You have access to this live stream recording uh, feed that we are doing as we record the videos. So the cheapest copies of Big Damn Hard Boiled that are online, which are still expensive, the King Kayfabers bought those already. You're going to have to spend $1,000 in order to get your copy if you can even find it at all. So subscription pays for itself. Ultimately, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. So, Jimmy, let the people know what you have forthcoming. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is my next release from Image Comics. This will be out in November, and you can pre-order it now. And, in fact, I ask you to pre-order this at your local comic shop. Let them know how many of these we need to print. This is a, uh, a follow-up to Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live. If you get both books, you will have all of the Street Angel comics that I have made to date. Hulk Grand Design is my contribution to the Grand Design sagas. This is the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk in one handsome volume, probably one of the nicer books that I have uh, designed and made. I've also been self-publishing lately. A couple of zines here, uh, black and white zine celebrating the black and white explosion of the 80s, 1986 zine celebrating the best year in comics history, and True Crime Funnies, my nonfiction anthology series that I self-published. These will all be available October 26th on jimrug.com in time for the holidays. Gonna have a big fall sale there, but gotta make sure I have quantities in order to uh, satisfy orders. So circle October 26th on your calendar. If you can't wait that long, you can read these on patreon.com slash jimrug where I post my latest work and have some out of print zines and mini comics that you can download there. The Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is now orderable and it's coming to your comic shop October 18th. Make sure you put this one on your list. Tell your shop to special order it for you so that uh, you have your name on a copy because the print run's going quick. Amazon scooped up a ton of these things. Uh, it is the 10-year anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree, 50th anniversary of hip hop as a culture, and it just so happens to be the best book I've, I've made to date, and I need uh, you to add it to your bookshelf. Uh, thank you so much for supporting Hip Hop Family Tree over this past decade. It's been amazing. Uh, not the only holiday effort that I have coming out in 2023. The X-Men Grand Design Trilogy of Trey Paperbacks is coming out. Uh, some of these volumes are out of print, so it'll be a way to get all of my X-Men Grand Design work in one fell swoop. The current focus, though, is Red Room, and two trade paperbacks exist right now, the Antisocial Network and Trigger Warnings, but the uh, Crypto Killers final season has just wrapped up. Four issues of that are out there. If you see any issues of Red Room, they are self-contained, you can check them out, and if you like them, check out the others. But uh, this third issue of Crypto Killers has a backup feature called Latchkey Kids. I'm going to be doing a daily comic strip called Switchblade Shorties, which is these characters in some 
some you know slightly different version i'm serializing the strips uh, exclusively to my patrons right now uh for three bucks you get the archive every tuesday i put up fresh strips um but i'm going to be putting this daily comic strip out at the beginning of uh, january 1st of 2024 so stay tuned on that now these are the books that we have out the books the books that we need uh, you to uh, support to keep the channel going but there's some other ways that you can support the cartoonish kayfabe channel and keep things rocking jimmy let the people know you can subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise hats fanny packs stickers and more at our spread shop that link is also under this video in the show notes there you have it. Several ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Keep these videos rocking on a regular basis. We have one final set of marching orders for you, and we could all be on our way. Let them know, Jimmy. Read more comics.